You're tuned in to Nerd Overload, your weekly show for video games, movies, TV shows, comics, tech news, and more. Now your hosts, Cody Pinnock, Samantha Cross, Sam Dunham, and Josh Harrison. Hey everyone, welcome to a new episode of Nerd Overload, the pop and geek culture show that says when you're here, you're family. Family. <laughs> family. I'm Sam. I'm Cody. I'm Dom. <laughs> and yeah. I'm driving a car fast. We're doing we're Maybe just, furiously. All three of us are driving cars. We're 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 going fast. Jumping and, gorges in the shark. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I feel uh, like those movies probably jumped jump the shark like. Oh, a couple four movies, movies ago. ago. <laughs> but we'll get into that. So thank you all for tuning in. We have a bunch of news to go over, but first let's talk about some things we have been checking out. Check it out! That's the sound I make when I drive fast. <laughs> and you know what? I'm not going to bury the lead. I'm going to get right into my, my first check them out. I have watched F9 colon the fast saga. The twice. Tenth, <laughs> twice. Yes. I'll get to that. But um, it's the 10th movie in the Fast and the Furious franchise. And the only one named after a key on the keyboard. <laughs> right. I've made that joke as well. And okay. So... I don't really believe in guilty pleasures. I think, you know, if you like something, you like it. There's no like guiltiness to stuff that you would like legitimately enjoy. The fast and the furious films have reached a level of ridiculousness that I have not seen in a mainstream film franchise. (laughs) It's like ever. It's like action movie, like Sharknado. (laughs) It's yeah. Yeah. It's, it's pretty wild. So, um, the, the bullet points of this film is it's the continuing adventures of Dominic Dom Toretto and the car crew. The car boys. The car boys, basically, yeah. <laughs> As they do more spy, uh, international spy work. Uh, is there more than one girl or is it still there's just Michelle Rodriguez? Two, there's two. It's Michelle okay. Rodriguez and Jordana Brewster who plays Dom's sister. Wasn't Gal Gadot in one of those? She was in three of them mm. and then was killed off. Oh. Yeah. And uh, they'll, they'll find a way to bring her back if, oh, if she wants to do listen, it. Listen, they they blew up Han in Tokyo Drift, and they ex- brought him back for this movie by saying, "Oh, I faked my death. It was very convincing." <laughs> <laughs> like they hand wave it. This movie is nothing but hand waving of ridiculous concepts. So yes, yeah, so these uh, <laughs> these normal people who are underground. Uh, street racers go do spy work because that's how they're qualified by being underground street racers. And you find out that Dom Toretto has a secret unknown brother who's an evil spy. Ooh. <laughs> and it's John Cena. It's not just Vin Diesel with like a beard. Yeah, I, I wish. I wish <laughs> it were Vin Diesel. Yeah, I wish that were the case. But uh, we're wearing a wig. <laughs> <laughs> but no. So yes, that's right. The man whose uh, main focus throughout all the movies is how much he loves his family has a heretofore unspoken about <laughs> brother that you never see or hear about up until this point. That's why he's played by John Cena because he can't see <laughs> yeah. him. Yeah. Uh, also. Uh, <laughs> So they um, 
this movie is exposition and like hand wave, like I said, hand waving and everything. Um, Shirley's throne is back in this as the evil cipher who was the villain from the last movie and is rumored to be getting her own spinoff movie about hacking. (sighs) And she has a throwaway line about, wow, Jacob Toretto, you know, I've looked into Dom Toretto's bloodline, but I never would have known that there was a Nordic strain to explain why he doesn't look uh, Latino. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's like that. There is a character named Roman who is kind of... That's worse than not explaining it. Exactly. (laughs) There is a character named Roman who has turned into the comic relief character of the films. And to wave away how they do so many crazy stunts and no one ever gets hurt, he goes, have you ever thought about how many crazy stunts we do and we never get hurt? And then they go, ah, shut up. They, yeah, you're, that's fine. Everyone looks at the camera. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> it's like, I was shot at 12 times and didn't get hurt. Are we invincible? And they're like, nah. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Our contracts say we can't lose fights. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So um, so there's this whole giant thing with a um, hacker MacGuffin that they have to get two parts of a weird space orb that looks like a 10-sided die. <laughs> and then uh, they need a... a it's a, the holocron, so they can get to Exegor to find the emperor. Right. And then they need to get an Asian uh, an Asian teen ninja who secretly has the genetic code to unlock the space orb in order <sighs> for John Cena to control all, <laughs> all computers or something. Listen, the plot doesn't really matter. There's explosions and car stunts that make no sense. At one point, uh, they have a car that drives up the side of a mountain because the suspension bridge has broken and they need to get up the up the thing. So they're driving almost vertically straight up because physics don't matter. Do you think nothing matters when they write these? They're just recording like eight year old boys playing with Hot Wheels and then making a script based on what they made up sure <laughs> instead of instead of uh instead of throwing darts at a board they have <laughs> hot wheels cars that go down a track and land in like a like a ski ball like yeah. <laughs> yeah there is there is a definite axe cop feeling to some of this say, stuff yeah yeah like just people just going what if uh it's it's not let's make a story and fit cool scenes around it it's what kind of neat stunts that do we want to do with and then we're going to try to connect them from one to the other and you know what i don't care it's stupid and it's great i mean it's not good cinema it's terrible (laughs) when did they start being about street races like oh like the third or fourth one exactly that's what i thought yeah as uh as a comparison i also went back and watched the first fast and the furious movie to see where it started and to see where it's ended up, it is like watching two entirely different franchises of film. Because the first one, it's a lot of like, oh, talking about car parts and family drama. And you, you know what the big... Oh, and one's an undercover cop. One's an undercover cop. Do you know what the uh, the original inciting criminal activity Dom Toretto and his crew are perf- uh, performing in the 2001 film Fast and the Furious? Are they stealing cars? They are stealing TV DVD combos. Wow. <laughs> From the back of semis. Man, the DVD players and those things will break so fast. Oh yeah. But you know what? <laughs> That's all it was. They were using their car skills to hijack and steal T 
TV DVD electronics. <laughs> electronics. They were, they were consumer grade electronics, and that's it. They were boosting electronics. It's yeah. what the foot ninjas were having teenagers do. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Oh yeah, it's it's the foot ninja thing from yeah yeah yeah. Um, <laughs> what I will say is this movie also has a um, uh, Smash Brothers Ultimate feel to it because much like Smash Brothers Ultimate, everyone is here. <laughs> They're starting to. There have been so many people within tangentially related to the fast and the furious franchise that they can just pull whoever they want and just be like, Hey, it's that guy. Helen Mirren is in this movie. <laughs> she plays, um, uh, Deckard Shaw. Oh, what's his name? Um, Jason Statham's mom. Oh, <laughs> and she shows up for a scene. Cardi B and her crew of lady spies are in a scene. What, what, what franchise? What part of the movies were they from? Uh, well, technically none, but she does mention something about stealing gasoline in the Dominican Republic, which was the plot of Fast and the Furious Four. So she's so angling she's, for a spinoff. She's angling to be a major, a bigger part of the next one <laughs> because there's not only going to be a Fast Ten. Fast Ten and Fast Eleven are being filmed at the same time, and it's. A fine, it's a two part finale, much like the Deathly Hallows part one and two, <laughs> so and the say, Twilight one and two. So you could say they have two sequels on the fast track. They are fast tracking two up. sequels. <laughs> yes. They brought back the guys from uh, Tokyo Drift, only this time instead of being high school street racers in Tokyo, they're rocket scientists. I mean, mm-hmm. the education system in Japan is very advanced. <laughs> it's, it's bad. Also, <laughs> You guys are sitting down for this. They drive into space in this one. Do they just get a b- really big ramp? Or Tyrese Gibson and Ludacris drive a Ford Fiero into space, and they Tokyo drift into a satellite to stop the bad guy. <laughs> okay. While wearing deep-sea diver suits duct-taped together. As spacesuits. Mm-hmm. They mentioned the minions because at one point they, after they Tokyo drift into the satellite, they wave down uh, the, uh, um, what is it? The space station, the international space station oh. and say, Hey, let us in. We're, we're humans. And someone in French says, why do they look like the minions? Because their deep sea diver suits have inflated and, it, and it's comical. Uh. Also flashbacks. There are a million, million, million flashbacks wow. in this. What I will say is the guy that they got to play young Dominic Toretto, like 19-year-old Dom Toretto, looks and sounds like he could be... 19-year-old Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. He looks like it. He looks yeah. and sounds like he could be in a commercial for Street Sharks. <laughs> he loves those Street Sharks so much. No, he does look like him. And, <laughs> um, I mean, you you see the inciting incident that causes him to go to prison, which he mentions in the first couple of movies. And also young... John Cena's there, and he's a foot and a half shorter than he is now, <laughs> despite being at the point of, you know, natural development that you would stop growing. Whatever. <sighs> he had a very late onset growth spurt. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I haven't even brought up the magnet cars yet. <laughs> they have high powered super magnets in all of their Dodge Chargers that they drive around and basically throw cars through buildings using magnets because how do they work (laughs) i was waiting for it i was waiting for it yeah wasn't that a wasn't that a plot point some point in breaking bad 
uh, magnets. Maybe, but not to the level of this. At one point, they stop a super train or a, a super semi by magnetizing two cars to their front tires and then both the Vin Diesel and John Cena pushing on the brakes real hard, turning their cars into their own brakes. <laughs> and then and then it, it basically pile drives the super the super truck. What, what, at what point does it make? Is it not a normal semi truck and a super semi truck? Yeah, oh, what makes it a super truck? Oh, because it looks like the Batmobile from Batman Begins. Okay, it's all angular or, or, and bulletproof. Uh, or uh, Robotnik's truck in the Sonic movie. It do, yeah, it, you know what? It does. It's it's that. If, if they spray painted it black, that would... It was already it, black. Oh, that's right. That's that's right. Well, then it's... Yeah, that's what it is. I need to watch Sonic movie. You I do. Not it's a it. good movie. It's legit. It's fine. It's good. It, it has no business actually being as good as it is. Yeah. I can't wait till they do the second one because they don't have to set anything up and they could just do crazy stuff. They could do whatever. They could be speeding around at the speed of sound. Yeah. It's got tails and knuckles in it, apparently. Yeah. I mean, you do see some uh, echidnas in the first one. Mm-hmm. So anyway, F9, the fast saga. If you like blunt stupidity. <laughs> blunt force stupidity to yep, the head. Yep. Then I would say go for it. It's it's worth your time. It's absolutely worth your time. Don't expect anything too deep. <laughs> no, no. And that's, and you know what? That's that's a I good mean, thing. I mean, to be fair, I, I, guess I can't say much because that's why I love the Pacific Rim movies because yeah. like, they're just dumb. They're not trying to be deep. <laughs> they're, they're really not trying to be deep. There is, one, there is one thing that makes me a little bit squidgy in this film. Um, so the actor Paul Walker, who played Brian in the first seven Fast and the Furious movies unfortunately passed away in a in a car accident years ago, and they uh, historically they had to reshoot a lot of Fast Seven, and basically like CGI inserted him to the final scene and made in the movie was a tribute to him, and that's very yeah. nice. But it led to an issue in which his character is still alive within the movie Universe. franchise, so they are constantly referencing that oh he's home watching the kids. <laughs> Even worse, the very end of the movie, and I'm going to spoil the end of the movie because who cares? It's a Fast and the Furious movie. So they're at the the Toretto household that is being rebuilt for like the third or fourth time, and they're at a backyard barbecue it's, it's drinking. Like, it's like the it's like the Wayne Mansion, kinda. Yeah, <laughs> it keeps getting broken. It keeps getting blown up and everything, and the, and getting rebuilt. And they're at a backyard barbecue like you do, and they're drinking their cor- you're with family, family, and they're drinking their Coronas because that's the only beer that you're allowed to drink in Fast and the Furious universe <laughs> and they're all sitting down and young Brian Dom's child is about to say grace and they say wait a minute there's one seat open and then you see Paul Walker's iconic blue sports car whip into the into the driveway real quick and then it cuts to black <sighs> like they're continuing the ruse in which his character is still alive while it's while the actor has passed on and it feels weird yeah it feels really weird you think they'll do like a like a grand moff tarkin oh no well they've already they've done that once for one shot they superimposed paul walker's head onto his uh his real life brother's body for one shot at the end of uh, f7 what i believe is going to happen is because the movies are kind of moving into their end game a little bit there's going to be a pre-credits thing or early in the next movie where Cypher, Shirley's Throne, or some other villain has discovered is t- 
targeting Dom Toretto's crew and the first thing that's going to happen is Paul Walker's house is going to get blown up or something. It's going to cut right back to the him sliding into the driveway and then it blows up. And then it it blows up. (laughs) And you'll see like a funeral scene or something. It's like so that Dom now has stakes and is like, I'm doing this for Brian. (sighs) Yeah. It's like a it's like that scene in a in the RoboCop uh, remake. Oh yeah, where all of because his, it was his car like his and just blown up. And, yeah, his hand and his heart and his face. Yeah, that was that freaked me out in that new RoboCop. Oh movie, yeah, where they were like, "Do you want to see how much is, of you is left?" And they like remove all of the robot bits from him, and all that's left is a hand and a heart and his and brain and his brain and his <laughs> face, like over top of like a clear brain shell. Basically, it was weird. Yeah, yeah, it was a weird movie. So anyway, F9, that's that. Uh, the other thing I checked out, I finished Super Metroid, the classic Super Nintendo game for the first time in, after getting it 20 plus years ago. <laughs> and it's game's great. It's a great game. Yeah. It's, it's very good. It's one of the best. Yeah. Around. And we were talking uh, before the show how... You know, it's it's amazing how much storytelling they're able to do with almost no dialogue. Yeah. There's just some up in the beginning and mm-hmm. then the rest is dialogue free while also being one of the most fulfilling endings of any, oh, any game of that era. The, the ending is fantastic. Metroid, the story of space bounty hunter Samus Aran goes to the planet Zebs or Zebs or I don't know how to say it. Fight bosses, get power ups, save the day. Roll into a ball. Roll into yeah. a ball. But just the gameplay is just, just outstanding. And it was kind of funny while playing through it. This time around, I got stuck in the exact same spot that I got stuck in 20 years ago. <laughs> but now I have the benefit of going online and looking up a guide and saying, oh, this is a, just a hidden wall that you have to know where it's at or you're stuck. And yep. now I can complete the game. There's the point in Meridia where every time I play through it, and I play through it every couple of years, yeah, I always get hung up. Meridia is the worst and slowest part of the it's game. It's the worst part of the game, yes. And unfortunately, it takes place so late in the game that it's, it's kind, of, kind of a quick kind of, you know, it gets better as, as soon as you're out of that yeah. area. Yep. But like, it's, yeah. <laughs> Anyway, also the boss of Phantom, the boss of the uh, wrecked ship sucks. Yes. He's the worst boss in the game. Yeah. Yeah. I do like the boss of Meridia because you can cheese him out by using your grapple hook and electrocuting yourself. Yeah. That's really cool. Oh, yeah. That's that's really smart kind of uh, gameplay. My favorite boss is uh, Krokomeyer, the uh, red guy that melts in the acid. Uh Then he comes back as a skeleton. And then just falls over. And just falls over. Yeah. Yeah, that's super great. It's a great game. It's on Switch Online. If you got that, you know, you're there's no reason why you shouldn't play that's, it. Yeah, that's what I played it on and uh, ended up uh, didn't get the under three hours, but I got uh, under 10 hours, which is, you know, the middle ending, I guess. I think that's what I got. I think I got just under two, maybe, but I, it wasn't like a good one. Like she took the helmet off. That yeah, same. Same with mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Anyway, that's my check em outs. Um, I kind of dominated this that's section, right. but if you guys dominated, have anything, I dom, dom. <laughs> I dominic Toretto this segment. Um, I got a couple of quick ones. All right. Uh, on my continuing quest of magical girls. I know it sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, it really did. Yeah. I mean, I'm in the final season. We're in the final season of uh, Star Wars: The Force of Evil. Okay. I mean, it's. It's a, it's a good series. I love that series so much. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Is this your second watch through? Uh, 
sort of like one and a half. One and a half. Because okay. there was a point where I was watching it on TV when it was new, and then I fell off of it. Well, there for a while, we talked about it a lot. Yeah, weekly. we did. Yeah, because I was watching it weekly when it was new. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it's good. It definitely feels like it's gearing up toward its end game or whatever, which it does mm-hmm. after the fourth season. But I, they finally put Owl House on Disney Plus. Yay! Did you watch all of it? No. Oh. Uh, I'm we're we're a few episodes in. Uh, she hasn't. I mean, she's gone to. Uh, Luce has gone to. She snuck into the magic school. That's about as far as I'm at. What is Owl House? Owl House is this weird Disney animated cartoon where it's like this girl Luce, who's kind of a weirdo in her in the regular world, falls into a fantasy dimension whatever of the boiling aisles and it's like everything she would ever want in a fantasy world except it's gross and weird and hard okay like it's like it's not this you know adventure she thought in her book was going to be like it's not harry potter no gotcha okay all like right. it takes all the harry potter stuff and then like makes it, it weird yeah okay like uh she lives with this witch called uh the owl lady and uh i was like it's like, why do I know her voice? Why do I know her voice? She's Bojack Horseman's mom. <laughs> hmm. But it's good. It's she's a fantastic character. She's very much like a a Grunkle Stan meets a witch kind of. Kind of like like uh, like Howl from Howl's Moving Castle, but like like a junk grifter. Oh, okay. All she, right. She's one of those those cartoon characters that's just as good of a good example as she is a bad example type of situation. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's a role model while also being an anti-role model all gotcha. the same time. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so a Grunkle Stan. Yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's like wanted posters for her like all over the place and it's mostly just because she's weird mm-hmm. and like the the warden of like the, the jail or whatever was like in love with her. <laughs> That's the only reason he wanted to arrest her because he wanted to go on a date. <laughs> it's, it's, like, it's, it's odd. I mean... I mean, the art style is very, it's very clean. It's very, very pleasing to look at, but also at the same time, like some of the stuff is just really gross to look at. Okay. I think it takes it a little bit to really hit its stride, mm-hmm. but it, it it's very, very good. It's an excellent show. I heard they might do like a prequel series where it's like talks about like Owl Lady's like past. That'd be cool. I know this, they're only doing two seasons of this particular Three run. There's three. I thought it was just two. It's three. At least that's oh. what that's what, what Wiki says when I looked it up. Hmm. I know the season that's going now is the last one. I think I could be wrong. I don't know. It's a good show. <laughs> Samantha and I went to the Toledo Museum of Art over the weekend. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, Ooh, got some culture up yeah, in here. Yeah, which is not in our usual wheelhouse, but uh, it was very cool. We went because there was a special exhibit called uh, Supernatural America. Mm. Full of art uh, inspired by ghosts and UFOs and that kind of stuff. So like oh, maybe right like, on. like like American cryptids kind of thing. Yeah, and it was it was really cool. Some really good uh, supernatural themed art, and they had like old um, artifacts from like the spiritualism days, like the old Ouija boards and like goggles that you can wear to see people's auras or whatever. Oh, right on. Like some like uh, like Aleister Crowley kind of level stuff no no unfortunately not not that old oh uh, well i guess that is the same time but they didn't have they didn't have any crowley-esque stuff but they did have you know ouija boards and and 
pendulums and and the kind of stuff that you use. That like you'd see like it's like old seances. Yeah, seance stuff. Exactly. That's nice. exactly what it was. And some UFO stuff. Some uh, some outsider art by a dude that thought he was abducted by aliens and like desperately had to get this information to people like <laughs> one of those situations ah one of those it's, okay it's really like really weird feeling to uh look at it and see like the desperation this guy had yeah huh like, it was really good stuff though and it's it's free to get into the uh museum uh the and the supernatural exhibit was an extra 10 bucks for for regulars five bucks if you're a college student oh cool and the rest of the museum is very good, too. It's a really good art museum. Almost, I would say it's better than the one in Columbus, because we have gone to that one not too long ago, too. Jordan's told me that that uh, museum is really good. She went to Toledo. So, um, yeah, she's yeah. been there a handful of times. It's, and it, she's told me it's really good. It's so I've surprisingly been go. good for being, you know, it's in Toledo of all places. <laughs> <laughs> it's only it's like an hour and a half drive from here. It's, it's worth it's a trip. Not, yeah. It's really cool. Well, awesome. I mean, they had they had some Monet's and some Matisse and uh, Mondrian, like some actually like really cool stuff. That's awesome. I want to go to that uh, that Van Gogh exhibit that's coming to Columbus. I've been seeing a lot of ads for that. I would also like to go to that for sure. They they had stuff you don't normally see in an art museum, like they had furniture pieces, hmm. uh, and a lot of like. Pots and sculptures. They had an Egyptian area that had Egyptian artifacts in it that you'd normally see in like a history museum. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's awesome. Like I do remember, like in art class and stuff, we we would study a lot of like Egyptian whatnot, mostly as like a history of like you know the style or the you know perspective or whatever. They got full on sarcophaguses in there. Nice. Nice. As a kid, I had I went through a, a pretty big phase. I think of we all like, did. Yeah, honestly, yeah, 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 I did cool. too. It was like, oh, this is all awesome stuff. I mean, between like stuff like with the Mummy franchise and like the Mummy's Alive cartoon <laughs> and you know just all that stuff, it like really like I don't know something about the mystique of that era, I guess. Oh sure, yeah. But also, you know, you go back and think about like all the history that was destroyed by like you know <laughs> Victorian England. Yeah, well, they ate all those mummies <laughs> or burned them. <laughs> yeah. Burned them for uh, train fuel. Yeah, they would seriously eat mummies. Though I'm not, I'm not joking. Oh, oh sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But if you have any interest in art at all, like go worth checking it's, out. It's cool. Cool. <laughs> I always wanted to go down to the, you know, to the Justice Friends compound in Cincinnati. In Cincinnati. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The Cincinnati. Uh, Meanwhile, at the Hall of Justice. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a it's a history museum. All right. Well, hey, let's go ahead and take a break here, and when we come back, we'll get into some news. This is Gail Martin. Hi, this is Carol Kelly. We'd like to invite you to join us for our gardening and outdoors show here on WZMO. We talk about observations and insights about what's happening from week to week with plants and animals in the woods and fields around us, as well as what's going on in the garden. In the Green Outdoors airs Saturdays and Mondays at about 9.30 a.m. right after the second cup. We hope you'll join us. Hello, I'm Greg Dunham, the host of Long Play here on WZMO. I just wanted to take a minute to assure our many fans and listeners that my staff and I take our job seriously here at WZMO. We will always strive to bring only the highest quality audio entertainment 
to you and yours. Ah, who am I kidding? We just grab whatever album's on top of the stack. Join us every Friday at 11 p.m. and Saturday at 3 p.m. for Long Play. Tune in to see what we've come up with this week. Catch us every weekend right here on WZMO. Hey, we're back. That was not music. Not music. Not anymore. <laughs> how many How many weeks in a row can we get away with how, this gag? How we don't do music anymore. That was not Bon Jovi. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Never hey, Bon Jovi. Hey, don't invoke that. Don't invoke that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't even say his name. You have to bleep his name out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So, hey, let's go ahead and get into some news. Yeah. I the Power Rangers. It's more yeah. for time. It's more for time. Oh, man. How serious he sounded. He does. He sound, he's, he's putting on the tough guy voice big time. Oh, yeah. That's <laughs> that's one of the tough guy ones that I found. Um, there was, There's a YouTube video that is 24 minutes of every time someone said it's morphing time from the first three seasons. <laughs> and it's over and over and over again. And there's one point where Billy says, it's time to do a molecular transfer transformation. And they cut it like right after that to Jason <laughs> yelling, it's more for time. <laughs> like he's like yelling at him for saying it wrong. <laughs> Shut up, nerd. Yeah. <laughs> I also added this. <laughs> the Balkan skull theme. That's right. So from now on, if someone does something goofy, if we're telling a stupid story, you're getting the Balkan skull theme. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have like the the Oscars like wrap it up music on there <laughs> when we ran. No, as far as I as far as I. Uh, I'm concerned that is the wrap-up music. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about some stuff. So the first thing we have on the docket is a new trailer for the next Disney Plus Marvel series, What If? And this is an animated series that uh, takes place in like parallel alternate timelines kind of thing. It's exactly what it says on the tin. It's just writers going... What if? I mean, it's a long-standing comic tradition, yeah. or well, Marvel yes. tradition of having the what if storylines. Like, what if Peter Parker didn't get bit by the spider? What if this, that, or the other? Yeah. So it's it's almost like a butterfly effect kind of thing, yeah. where if something happened just a little bit differently, how would the timeline change? And like you like you mentioned, yeah, it's been a comic staple for a very long time, much like the DC's Elseworlds. Uh, Elseworlds. And um, there is a um, this trailer shows a little more of what some of the uh, vignettes are. And when I when the show was originally announced, I thought it was going to be like an episodic kind of thing. But this trailer almost made it seem like it is an interconnected and still mostly uh, episodic, but it has an interconnected storyline following a version of Doctor Strange and the Watcher. Oh, so it focuses on those two. It looks like Doctor Strange might be in the multiverse, might know, might realize it's multiversal or knows something's not right because a lot of these bits of history have been changed. Mm -hmm. Because if Doctor Strange is talking directly to the Watcher, the Watcher is a galactic being who lives on the dark side of the moon, who is um, charged with the task of watching history play out but never interfering interfering although he interferes like constantly i mean the there's multiple me. yeah that's that's what they were parodying yeah in uh, adventure and in adventure, uh, adventure brothers. brothers 
I mean, we have seen the Watchers in the movies. Yes. Once. Yes. The bunch of Watchers were talking to Stanley Stan in a spacesuit in Guardians of the Galaxy 2 when they were bouncing f- through wormholes. Yeah. They were warping through space. Yeah. So what were some of the uh, what ifs that we saw in this particular trailer? Well, there was uh, a version of the a change in the events from Captain America, the first Avenger where Peggy Carter is the super soldier instead of Steve Rogers. Captain Carter. Captain Carter. Or, yes. you know, or the a, a take on Captain Britain. It's it's hard to say who... She, I mean, yeah, I think she, they are she calling calls her, her Captain, Captain Carter. Carter. And because of that, uh, there's an Iron Man in World War II that is piloted by a sickly Steve Rogers. Yes. Yeah. Well, and or they, just, you know, not powered up Steve <laughs> Rogers. Right. And there there's a what if Killmonger saved uh, Tony Stark. From in, in Afghanistan. Yeah. yeah. Well, basically, Iron Man never happened. But also, Killmogger just picks up a rocket and just chucks it like he's a super soldier. So, like, is he that the... That one bl- might is, actually tie into... Is he the Black Panther? That or? one might tie into the Black, Pan- the Black Panther part of it. Because there's another bit where uh, T'Challa was picked up by, by the, the Ravagers. Ravagers instead of Peter, Peter Quill. Quill. And, he, and he's the Star-Lord. He would be Instead, a better Star Lord. Uh, yeah, he would. I, I would rather watch that reality. <laughs> yeah. So I guess in that reality, he's un uh, T'Challa doesn't have powers. Killmonger is the king of Wakanda, and maybe he uses he and Tony work together for technological reasons or something like that. Maybe, or maybe he just didn't become a villain. Maybe. Maybe you know Killmonger's story changed a little bit. Yeah, um, there's also a bit hinting at uh, Marvel Zombies, which is a, a big line yeah. of, of comics. comics. Yep. There was the, a Howard the Duck in there. There was a Howard the Duck. Uh, Doctor Strange looked like he was wearing more of like a another Vemp, uh, Venture Brothers reference. He was wearing a Dracula medal and looked like uh, uh, <laughs> what's his name? Um, oh, he's basically uh, Doctor Strange anyway. Yeah, what's his oh, name for the uh, from, from Venture Brothers? Doctor Orpheus. Doctor Orpheus. Yeah, he's my favorite Venture Brothers character. Yes. I think. <laughs> Speak from us beyond, beyond the grave. <laughs> oh man, I love him. Mm. And his uh, what was his super team like the Trinity or whatever? The, the triad. triad. The triad. Yeah. yeah. The, the Alchemist and the Blackula Hunter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Lucius was it Lucius Knight Blackula Hunter? Yeah. 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 Specifically hunting black vampires. <laughs> it always made me laugh because like the alchemist's voice is voiced by the same guy who does Master Shake from Aqua Teen. Yeah, That's all I ever Stana hear Snyder. when yeah. I hear his voice. Yeah. But uh but no, Marvel What If it looks really, really good and it looks like they got a lot of the actors from the movies. Not all, but like a, a lot surprising of- number, like Chris Hemsworth was right there. Yeah, Robert Downey Jr., that was him. That was, was him? It? That was him. That did not sound like yeah, him. Yeah, it sounded off. It's, I'm pretty sure it's him. I pretty, I'm pretty sure I read it with that him. That sounded like Tom Hanks' brother who does all of the Woody lines for Kingdom Hearts instead of Tom <laughs> Hanks. Like, uh, But, uh, I mean, they, they got almost everyone. I'd almost guarantee that's Killmonger because he loves anime anyway. Yeah. Uh, Josh Brolin is Thanos. Okay. Donovan Cooper came back as Howard Stark. Jeffrey Wright is the Watcher, I guess. Jeffrey Wright. That name sounds really familiar. God, they got Karen Gillian. Oh, he's, um, he was on, uh, 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 he was, I know him from a bunch of stuff. He's on, um, 
uh, Westworld, the TV show. He was like the main creator of the robots. He was in the second Hunger Games movie where he was one of the two techno people, like former survivors. And he was one of the main villains in the Shaft reboot starring Sam Jackson. I don't, I'm not seeing uh, Robert yeah, Downey Jr. Seeing him either. Yeah, I was going to say, it doesn't sound like him. It sounds close, but it doesn't sound Apparently, like Korg's going to be in it, though. Well, sure. Of course. Uh, um, <laughs> Taserface is coming back. <laughs> nice. The return of Taserface. Anyway, this show looks great. I hope people give it a chance. I know there is a stigma uh, against things that are animated, especially when the main like MCU fan who is maybe not as familiar with the comics. Um, I mean, maybe it looks like they as... got everybody who ever played a character in the movies in here. And that's yeah. awesome. That's great. But you know, there there's a subset of people who, you know, loved WandaVision and Falcon and winter soldier. And is enjoying Loki right now who is not going to watch this because it's animated. And that sucks. And that's a shame. Yeah, and it's really it's a really interesting look too because it's got like that whole CGI cell shaded. It's very cell shaded. It looks really neat. They actually yeah. apparently used a new kind of rotoscoping for some of it. That's probably why it looks so fluid. I can believe it. Yeah, I can believe it. And they can take like scenes from the other movies and rotoscope over them mm. to make. Oh, them that's why that one shot exactly from the first the Avengers movie looks so good. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Interesting. Interesting, because I was going to say, and it looks a lot like, um, do you remember that movie, A Scanner Darkly? Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Kind of similar uh, sh- cell-shaded, rotoscoping kind yeah. of animation. Looks cool. I'm all for yeah, it. Yeah, I'm down. I I just know it's not going to do as well as the other ones, though, because it's animated, and then they won't want to do another one, because this yeah. is the lowest rated one of the bunch, and it's like, don't do that. Yeah. The, th- yeah. the things you're watching now are basically animated. <laughs> well, well, you know what they... What they what they could do to guarantee that people people watch this, have it intrinsically tied to the Doctor Strange movie. Yeah, that's which, all they have to do. Which it might. Which it very well might. Yeah, very well could be. Uh, along with that, there's another trailer. Uh, it's uh, is this another Disney thing? Yes, it's yeah. Disney. Okay, so Encanta. Encanto. Encanto. Sorry, I just heard about this thing today, so I don't know much yep, about it. It's their. It's the next Disney film. It's uh, set in Colombia, I guess. And it's about a magic house or a family. Yeah, I think I think a magic family. Yeah, magic family that lives in a magic house, and they're one normal. Yeah, they're one. The one daughter doesn't have a. Well, they you keep calling it the gift. She doesn't have a a special power. They're or, basically mutants. She's the Marilyn. Yeah, of the of the monsters. Of the that's monsters. a good. That's yeah. a good good way of putting it. Yeah. But, um, but you know there's going to be a twist and she's the most powerful one of all because of heart or heart family. Fa- family. <laughs> yeah. Family. <laughs> I mean, it looks pretty. It looks interesting. It looks like a, a 3D Disney film. Yeah. yeah. It's got music by Lin-Manuel Miranda and, and that guy can do a good cool. song. The main character is played by Stephanie Beatrice from uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. And she's She's cool. Rosa. And, she's uh, my favorite character on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, she's great, yeah. <laughs> I just heard about it today, too, so I was like, mm, okay. Yeah, I want to see more of it. I, there wasn't yeah. enough meat on that trailer. There wasn't much, and... See, that's the thing, like, I hate it when trailers give you too much, but, I mean, this definitely felt like a tease. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want too much in your trailer, but you also don't want anything to grab onto. <laughs> right. I hope that this movie has some kind of twist, because right now... My brain is almost 
filling out beat for beat what this film's going to be. It's like, oh, the daughter, she's normal. And then something happens to the family and she has to go save her magic family or something happens to the magic in her family. So they all become normal and they don't know how to function. So she has to go on an adventure to reinstate the magic or find, find the magic for her family. And along the way, discover things about herself that she didn't already know. Fight the dick dastardly that stole the magic. Also (laughs) might be a skeleton somewhere. (laughs) No, that's Coco. Oh, that's Coco. Yeah, yeah. It's chock full of skeletons, spooky, spooky skeletons. That movie rules. Coco I love that movie. was very uh, yeah, good. I do, I do love that movie very yeah. much. But like, there's got to be a twist because I, I can see with all, not knowing anything about it, I could almost see the plot. I beats. mean, Disney is pretty predictable, especially their 3D animated. They all kind of hit that like, same. Like when kind Frozen of- Two came out, and I was watching, I was like. I and call, it's Frozen I, I, One. I, I called the ending. I called the ending like straight up. Frozen Two should have had other people with powers and say like, "Oh yeah, here's here's a wind guy and here's <laughs> like a fire lady or something like that." <laughs> I heard that that movie had was like in development hell and they could not figure out what to do with it. And the answer was almost nothing. Yeah, and that's how we ended up with what we got, which I still have never watched. It's fine. <laughs> It's fine. It's not great. The songs aren't as good, though they well, do. They do throw a little shade at "Let It Go," and it kind of it <laughs> they made me do. laugh. Yeah, that was pretty good. I mean, that was the the banger of the year. Yeah, like not just Disney song wise, like but that just song in general. was just yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I like to this day, I'll hear like that that piano riff, and I'm like, no, <laughs> <laughs> like they, there was no way they could have a follow up on that because you. There's no way they were gonna ever match that again. I don't think. Yeah, you're yeah, probably no, right. Yeah, that was kind of lightning in a bottle yeah. kind of thing. Uh, all right, so let's move on to something else. What is uh, what is next on the list? Well, we got to talk about the new Switch model. Oh, do we? The Switch Pro? No, it's not the Switch Pro. <laughs> <laughs> the Switch OLED. Yeah, they announced a new revision of the Switch. It's not a. It's not the Switch 2.0. It's not substantially different yeah it's not the switch pro it doesn't run games in 4k in 4k it, yeah it doesn't have any extra horsepower uh it's just got a bigger nicer screen and better speakers yeah and a little bit better uh battery it has the uh, sli- battery revision from the last and a slightly update. larger hard drive yeah internal memory yeah well, yeah, yeah it's not a hard yeah. drive well yeah internal um, memory and most importantly, the dock has integrated uh, Ethernet, which is something it should have yeah. had from the beginning. These are not... It's not going to make Smash Brothers not play like garbage, though. This is not quality of life. This is fixing things that should have been there in the first place. And also, they're still not fixing the Joy-Cons. No. Nope, because, they're the same. Yeah, yeah, because they can't admit that there was a problem or they have court problems. Yeah. They'll get into legal trouble if they admit there was something wrong. Yeah. So those are the same. Oh, and it's got a better kickstand. Who cares? I never used that kickstand. Not ever once, <laughs> not you, even once. If you do, it sucks. Uh, sure, the, I believe it. The standard Switch kickstand. It's it like a little like, stick almost. It feels like it's going to break every time you use it. Yeah, so and it now, now, now it has like uh, almost that... Uh, it's like an iPad kind of flat back kind notebook of thing. Notebook Pro, yeah. whatever. The, oh, the uh, Microsoft Surface. Yes, yeah. that's the one. I'm surprised they didn't jam a Silas in there somewhere. I, I'm sure that's going to be on the next version. <laughs> this really, really feels like... There's a okay, so in the tech world right now, there's a chip shortage. 
Uh, it's, Tell me about it. It is difficult to get integrated uh, graphics cards. As it's tough to get computer parts right now. This feels like Nintendo in a perfect world would have had the would have been announcing the Switch Pro, but due to the chip shortage, they had to come up with something. This is something. Yeah. Um, there they are some people could have waited. Well, the, it's been four years. There are True. some people like I've my Switch I have currently. I got a day and date Same. at release. It's four and a half years old. That's old for electronics for electronics these days, as much as I hate to admit it. There's some people online that are really kind of ticked off about this thing. I don't see it being that big of a deal, yeah. mostly because Nintendo has a history of refresh, like having in- incremental refreshes on their uh, hardware. Like, yeah. look at the there 3DS. Was, there was three different Game Boy Advances. Yeah. There's three different Game Boy Advances. There's the Game Boy Micro. There was the the 3DS, SP. the 3DX XL, the 2DS, the new 3DS, the new 3DS XL, <laughs> and then the new 2DS XL, all with incremental form factor changes. And there was and the that's DS mm-hmm. and the DSi and yeah. the DSi XL. Like, it's yeah. just a normal thing they do. It's, it's just what they do. Primarily, they do it with their handhelds instead of their home consoles. But, but the Switch is both. The Switch yeah. is both, so it gets that. What I think is this is a great system for someone who doesn't have the Switch and has been looking yeah, for it's, it. Yeah, it would definitely be worth the $50 extra price that it is. That's the other thing that I have an issue with, though. I don't understand why they don't put this out for the cost of the switch and then reduce the price of the, the old one yeah. old one by 50 bucks well, because to they slowly don't have to. phase out <laughs> to slow yeah but i mean but that seems like that would be the better model instead yeah. of charging you 50 bucks extra for a, a just a just tiny hair, hair better screen i mean actually old oled screens are really nice oh really so it's I've gonna be more one, than a so. hair okay the the original playstation vita had an oled screen and it was really nice uh, okay <laughs> when it comes down to i'm not gonna get this revision i'll wait for the switch pro i did hear that they are going to be selling the dock separate as its own standalone thing and i might pick up the dock because it's it will work with the older switches it has better um, ventilation. ventilation, so you don't have the overheating problem. And yeah, the the integrated uh, Ethernet is going to be nice. It's one less uh, thing to be plugged into the uh, the dock. That for fi- for eighty they bucks did or take whatever. Away one of the USB ports. Oh, so. they did. Well, yeah. that still whatever. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, it's got two, and I only use one yeah. all the time. Yeah, to charge my Pro controller. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but like it's it's fine. I can't decide if I'm going to get it or not. No, no I mean, you know. I the you, only you way I, the only way I'm getting it is <laughs> you, Cody. You know what you're going to do. <laughs> the I only buy, way I do it is if my switch broke. That's not the switch I have is not my day and date switch either. I got another one when they put oh, in the battery. Oh really? Oh yeah. 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 Also, I wanted to play around with homebrew stuff on the old one. So Makes I mean, sense. so I did buy it. That's not my first switch, and I'll probably buy. It. I'll probably end up buying this one. <laughs> I, I want that Metroid Dread to look as good as it can because I'm That's very true. excited about it. I mean, Metroid yeah. is your favorite franchise. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, when they come out with a Switch Pro, what would you like to see on it? I think this is a kind of a discussion to see. Like, what what can they do outside of, okay, the battery life and the OLED? Because that's going to be on the Switch Pro anyway. Oh, because yeah, it's yeah. on this next revision. What, what would you like to see? A second screen. <laughs> like, it would be kind of cool. If okay. it was a clamshell with a second screen so you could play DS games on it. That would be neat, but how would you play it 
docked to TV. It would fold up, and then like the dock would be wider. You just. But I mean, how would you get play? Use the second screen on your TV. Oh, that's true. Then you couldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't work. Yeah. Because it's not like the Wii U gamepad where they put one screen on there and one screen on the pad because right. it's in the dock. So that's right out of the... that. No, it doesn't work. Yeah. Hmm. Um, unless the second screen is detachable. Unless it's detachable. Yeah, or, there we go. Or, or, yeah. or, or, yeah. or what if there's no front on the dock and it's angled back and it slides down there almost like a stand? Mm. And for games that utilize the second screen, it would activate the second screen on the Switch itself. And you had your main screen on your TV. It'd be hard to see from the couch. Well, I don't play games from my couch anyway. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> um, you know, uh, the things that I would look for, I'm not necessarily one of those guys that needs to needs it to be in 4K. I don't care about that. My eyes don't see 4K anyway. It's same. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't see much of yeah. a difference. I would like to see a little bit beefier, hard, uh, like. Um, like a better processor. Press, processor. Better so that graphics uh, card. Please. Yeah. So Age of Calamity doesn't look like garbage. I would love it to play at 30 frames per second. I don't care if it's 1080 or 720p. I don't care. Just have it play at a consistent frame rate. And the other thing that I would like more than anything, and I don't understand why this hasn't been done yet. I mean, I kind of understand, but I don't understand. It has Bluetooth. Why can I not pair wireless headphones yeah. when Without it's undocked. buying it some kind of dongle why it's everything is right there it is one software upgrade away from working and nintendo will not do it i understand why they don't want to have uh nefarious third party things sinking to their yeah. devices I blew, uh, blew, whatever it's give me an opportunity to not have to have wired headphones, let me just put my my earbuds in, sync to it, and go. That's all. <laughs> because every Nintendo system has to have just like one thing that's wrong with it. <laughs> I, I guess, and that is kind of yeah. it. Game Boy Advance SP didn't have a headphone jack. Game Boy's black and white. Uh, the original Game Boy Advance, the screen's impossible to see. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that backlit screen was like one of the best things they did yes. for the Game Boy Advance. Mm-hmm. The Game Boy Advance SP is one of my favorite Nintendo systems they ever did. It just It's a perfect size. The screen is bright and good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. But Have you seen where some people like refurbish them with OLED screens? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I've seen that. Wild. That is pretty cool. Yeah, if those weren't so expensive, I would definitely have like some kind of tricked out Game Boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, speaking of Switch, um, this just popped in my head. Um, when you get the software up, the you know how they do regular software yeah, yeah, updates. Yeah. Uh, make sure you go to the eShop into your um, uh, account settings and turn off the Google uh, AdSense because they they sneak they snuck Ooh. and oh, yeah. added Google AdSense. So anything you buy on there sends your data to Google. If you care about your personal data and stuff like that, it's just a checkbox but they snuck it in without telling anyone. So make sure you do that. That's, that that's dirty. Yeah. That's yeah. underhanded. It's right not there. great. It's not great. So that's, this is a PSA to everyone. Go to the eShop, go to your account, scroll all the way to the bottom and uncheck the send, send my data to Google AdSense button. Got it. Takes two seconds, but they gonna, are they going to yeah. start putting Google ad ads in games? No, but the, but Google's <laughs> going to look at every game that you buy. And all of a sudden on Facebook, you're going to get ads for all the, you know, Tangentially related yeah. stuff. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So 
do yeah do that mm, this guy really likes donkey kong mm, <laughs> maybe he wants to buy a chimpanzee mm. <laughs> mm, here's a donkey kong body pillow yeah, here's the donkey from kong wish but mouse pad <laughs> hey i've seen it i have, I to, have yeah. to he's holding up the one finger yeah, like from the yeah. meme that you may touch it once yeah. yes yes I've which, seen that which is a screen grab from that horrible cgi donkey kong country oh, series have you watched any of that oh yeah banana it's terrible slamma. banana slamma yeah i oh watched it God. when it was on tv I, back in the day. I did his too. voice is so bad I, did, I didn't like it then either it's even worse now oh it's terrible <laughs> it has songs in it and that's uh, one way to get me to check out when i was a kid <laughs> now i don't mind musicals at all yeah. as a matter of fact i enjoy them but when i was a kid if somebody started singing no you know you think of the of the era that show came out in it would look better than it does <laughs> well because they were doing it on the cheap <laughs> oh i know it's a little better than reboot no I it mean, isn't i watched a little bit of reboot on uh on Shout Factory's Twitch That first season channel, of Reboot's pretty rough. And it rough. was bad. Yeah. You're thinking, Josh, you're, I think you're thinking um, near the end of the series reboot after Bob comes back, tra- got trapped in internet. And came back as some kind of white-haired god program. Yeah. Spa- like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Enzo had a beard. <laughs> uh, yeah, Enzo had a beard and there was a mermaid for some reason. Who yeah. Got, she got pulled from a game. Oh, that's right. Yeah. I remember that episode. She got pulled from a game and became an actual like character. And then they made the Guardian Code. <sighs> <laughs> that Power Ranger ripoff bull crap. Oh, it was it's, it's worse. So, it's so bad. It's worse than Power Rangers. <laughs> it's so much worse. Oh, I know. <laughs> I'm talking about reboot that was probably on air concurrently with the Donkey Kong. Yeah, <laughs> but the Donkey Kong probably looks better because they weren't trying to make humans. That's true. I know their faces are so bad. Oh, it's rough. Like the way they move and how rough it. Oh, I, I watched it on YouTube like not that long ago, and it's <sighs> none of the characters sound like you would think they would. No, no. There's well, a- maybe cranky, but. Yeah, he's an old man. That's not that hard. To do, to do. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we have time for one last thing. Do you want Optimus Primal or Legos? Legos. Legos. So <laughs> there is a new Lego set that's being released, and it is Seinfeld's apartment. His art, his architecturally impossible apartment. Yeah. It's great. It's super good. Yeah, it's a really good one. I and I, I generally don't like the ones that are just like this is a TV show set. Because that's not a very interesting Lego, a guy's apartment. I mean, I did, <laughs> I did like the inclusion of the, uh, oh, the the lights, the lights above the studio. Yeah. So it's like a set. Yeah, yeah, it looks that's like really a movie good. set. Yeah, or a TV set. They, this is like the third TV show set they've done. They did uh, Big Bang Theory, the apartment, and, and they, they did, did the Friends, Friends. Uh, Cafe. I mean, and it might Central be Park. just because I don't like either of those shows. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I did notice the little Superman in the back corner. Of There's the a s- tiny Superman. Yeah. There's a, a Lego version of that awful George painting <laughs> or photograph. It needed the Kramer painting. It needs the Kramer. It might I be agree. in there somewhere. It, it might be, be in the hallway. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't see a bike hang on the wall. It might be back there. I mean, be. the Lego bikes are things that exist. Oh, I so. know. I know. <laughs> But no, it looks really good. It looks interesting. I it's and like honestly, what eighty the, bucks or something. Yeah, the price point ain't that bad. Yeah, those Lego Ideas ones can get pretty pricey, and that's yeah. it's just reasonable reasonable enough that I'm really considering I mean, it. The ship mm-hmm. in the bottle is sixty. Yeah, and that one that one makes like it's cool on one hand. On the other hand, it's a liar because the piece count is inaccurate. 
Oh, it is. Because they include every individual uh, peg for the water inside the bottle that the ship floats in. Oh, <laughs> the single gotcha. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, those are Lego pieces, though. Yeah, they are. but it's, they just sit in there. They're not like... You're just being pedantic. Yeah. I am being pedantic, but you know, it's, a, it's, it's about the principle of the thing. Speaking oh. of Lego, the yes. second season of uh, Lego Masters came out. Oh, and is it it's, good? It's been very good. The, I love the first season, and this has mm-hmm. been like more of the same. Oh, good. Which is yeah, fine. Cool. <laughs> they didn't ruin it, and the new cast of of reality show people are are good. Cool. And Will Arnett's still funny. Uh, last week's challenge was very cool. They suspended a like twelve piece Technic brick from the air mm-hmm. and made them build a model off of that. Oh while wow! It was suspended in the air, and it looked really uh, challenging. And uh, you know, a couple people just fell off, and like, yeah. it, it's a really good reality show. No, that's awesome. Yeah, I'll have to slash check that out. competition. Yeah, yeah. All right, well, hey, we're actually at the end of the show, so let's go ahead and wrap things up. You've been listening to Nerd Overload. Thank you very much for tuning in. You can find us each and every day over at nerdoverload.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, Twitch, Instagram, and Patreon at Nerd Overload Now. You can send us an email at staff at nerdoverload.com. Your questions, comments, uh, stuff you want us to talk about, your fan fictions. Yeah, or you tasteful, can still waiting on those. Tasteful fan No, give me the nastiest ones you can think of. <laughs> you can also give us a call on the Nerd Overload hotline, 586-372-8020. Leave us a message and we might play it on the show. <laughs> that felt like not one of the better ones, but anyway. That's, that's all right. You part. got it. You got it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can find all of our back episodes on various podcast apps, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and more. And finally, I'd like to thank David Pencil for the use of our intro and outro. You can find more of his stuff over at davidpencil.com. So again, thank you all for tuning in, and we will be back next week. I want his website to be davidpencil.pencil. Is that a thing he could do? David.pencil? David.pencil, that's it. (laughs) 